Cody. What up, sports fans? <laughs> What's up? We're ready for episode two, guys. We're only giving you a one-day break from this podcast because, let me tell you something, it's kickoff. <laughs> We're only a few hours away from the first game of the week. Cody, how excited are you? Pumped. Pumped. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. I mean, I sounded, but I just had a nap, so give me a minute. (laughs) Oh, God. So the only thing I want to say before we get started, today's episode is, first off, today's episode is going to be our predictions uh, for week one, including tonight's game, the Texans and the Chiefs. We're going to pick every single game. um, And um, the only other thing I wanted to mention uh, off topic um, the first episode that we recorded um, yesterday, episode one, uh, the final countdown to kickoff, um, my audio was terrible, okay? Um, my recording system has been flawed, and it will continue to be flawed until we figure this stuff out. But my mic was entirely episode... too close to my face. And yes, and yeah. your mic was too close. And we're all making mistakes here. And I just want to apologize for that, guys. But as we go, more and more into this we will definitely enhance the quality of our podcast so don't be like worried about that we'll continue to make improvements week by week day by day and uh eventually one of the top podcasts in in the football industry so let's get this going cody are you ready to make some picks i'm ready freddie okay so obviously we're going to start with the texans and the chiefs the game that is going to be tonight um, at 8.20, I believe on NBC, <laughs> where we're at at least. Um, and essentially what we're trying to do with our predictions episodes and what we're going to try every week is I'm going to basically give the spread of the game, like betting odds wise, the spread of the game, the point spread. And then we're going to go over or under. And then we're also going to pick the combined score of both teams, the total score. Uh, points scored in the game over and under so it's only two picks per game the over under on the spread and then the total points scored so that's basically how we're going to pick our winners um so we'll learn as we go obviously i won't have to explain it after this episode because like i said this is only episode number two so we're going to get this started with the texans and the chiefs the spread actually cody favors the chiefs by nine points today so, are you going to go over or under, and why? It could go three ways. <clears throat> the most unlikely way is the te- Texans are embarrassed from how the Chiefs put them out of the playoffs last year, so they come before that ass, and they win. <laughs> most unlikely. The second – uh. Second one likely is, you know, no no real game, no preseason. Everyone's going to be a little bit rusty, and the Chiefs will squeak one out. Or the third option is everyone's rusty, and it's just going to be backyard football with Patrick Mahomes throwing 60-yard bombs at Tyreek Hill who's just running past everyone like, like it's Madden or something. <laughs> but that's, technically that could happen too with Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller. But uh... Is Will Fuller healthy? I don't even know. The whole roster is just – I don't see how Brian Billick has kept his job as long as he has. Yet alone the owner calling the, and calling his 
players, the inmates running the prison. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, I say under nine. Chiefs win. Chiefs win under going nine. With everyone okay. but one being a little rusty. Chiefs have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover, and the but the they start off slow no matter what. You know, this is what their whole playoff series. They started off slow, everyone, and then they just came back for some like incredible dubs. So, okay, and then and then my other question, the final question, obviously for you, and then I'll go is the over under on the total score, total points scored. So the over under is actually fifty two points. What are you saying that there's going to be more than fifty two or less than fifty two points scored? Uh, so hard considering this year. There's two ridiculous offenses. Like, you got to, you know, see that. Um, yeah, but everyone wants to tackle in September. September is, like, the best month for defense. And offenses are still figuring each other out. And that's in a normal season, yet alone uh, no OTAs, no preseason season. I'll go under. I'll say everyone's going to be a little bit rusty. Under 52. Yeah. Okay. So – I'm going to make my crowd noise also so the defense will be able to hear the audibles and all that. I agree. And um, so I'll start off by agreeing with your score. Um, I'm saying under 52, 100%. Uh, If you do the math, 56 points would be eight touchdowns. Uh, I hope Kansas City doesn't run out of fireworks again. Seven touchdowns. 49 points would be seven touchdowns. It's 52. That's saying seven touchdowns and a field goal to get over 52. There's going to be less than seven touchdowns and a field goal. I'll tell you that more. I'm thinking more field goals than touchdowns yeah. in week one. Yeah. In week red one. Zone, so, red zone is a lot of practice in OTAs and training camp. But that's what I'm saying. Without training camp, these teams are going to look rusty. I'm saying 100% it's going to be under 52. I'm very confident in saying under 52. And, and my prediction for the game – is also under nine points by the Chiefs. I think the Texans – I don't think the Texans are going to win, but I think they'll keep it close. I think you'll, they'll keep it a competitive game because they're not trying to get embarrassed on week one on a Thursday night, opening night with everyone in the world watching this game. After they got it's embarrassed not like, in the playoffs, it's not like, yeah. Exactly. It's not like Sunday where every game's happening at 1 o'clock and you have to pick your team to watch. The Texans are coming to play. Yeah. They're, looking to play they're looking to make a statement. They're going to make a statement. So I'm saying Chiefs – are going to win by a few. I mean, somewhere around three to six or seven points. Is it gonna, is but it they're not down to who has the ball last. I, I, I don't know if I agree with that, but it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter is going to decide the game. Okay. Um, maybe not a possession, but a quarter. And and so I'm saying Chiefs, but by less than nine. So that's my pick for that game. Um, and like I said, I went under fifty-two. So we're going to not waste our time on that anymore. Uh, we're going to move on to the next game, and it's going to be the first game. I don't know if these are in order, actually. For, uh, first game it has us picking on Sunday is the Dolphins and Patriots. I have the uh, um, Jets-Bills. Yeah, I guess Dolphins. Uh, we're just going to go in the order it's in here. Uh, so Dolphins-Patriots. Um, this one has <laughs> the Patriots under six. So that means under Patriots six. are favored by six. Oh, the Patriots, Patriots are favored, are favored by, by six? six. Yeah, yeah. So, do you say the Patriots are going to win by six or more, or are they going? Is this probably going to be less than six? Or Dolphins? I mean, Fitzmagic is basically the Apple version of quarterback. He's good for one year, and then he turns to garbage. Um, and Belichick's like Windows is just always adapting. But I think Dolphins win. Dolphins win by ten. Dolphins win by 10? Dolphins win by 10. 
Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I like what the, the, they have a lot of good things going for them. Uh, other than their wide receiver opt outs, they still have a pretty solid roster. So the the Patriots are at home. Yeah, but it's Massachusetts. That. There's not going to be any fans. Cam thrives off fans. Okay. It's going to be quiet. Cam's going to get salty. He's going to put the towel over his head. It's going to be a fumble, and Cam's not going to die for it. It'll be Super Bowl 50 all over again. Okay. <laughs> I'm just writing in our picks so that I can keep track. You can hold me accountable for such blasphemy. Yes. <laughs> yes, literally. Uh, so, game two. Um, so, I, like I said, it's uh, Miami or New England's favored by six points. You said Dolphins win. So, obviously, you're not picking the spread. You're going over. Um, so... I'm trying to think of what I'm going to do. <laughs> I caught you off guard. Caught you with your pants down, boy. Well, I guess it would be under. Actually, you're going under because over would be Patriots by yeah. more than six. I'm going under. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. So you're picking the, the Dolphins to win. So obviously it's under. Yeah, yeah, obviously it's under. And then the total points, your pick that for the total points is going to be 42. Oh, the magic number is 42. If it was two is starting, I might favor the Patriots because – the Belichick and rookie quarterbacks, like he had Sam Darnold seeing Ghost, you know, as 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 right. Daniels in New York about Bill Belichick defense and his, you know, on a rookie year. Oh, it's no fun. Hell, he even had Peyton so, Manning in his like prime years, confused as hell. Belichick runs the best, one of the best defenses, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but he I ain't agree. got the staff. He, um, has, he has Gilmore, and that's it. Like. He has Gilmore, and that's it because Dante Hightower opted out of the season. Mm-hmm. One of the McCordys opted out of the season. The Patriots defense is going to have guys no one's ever heard of out there. Kyle Van Noy's on the Dolphins. Kyle Van Noy went to the Dolphins. Yep. He followed the, uh, um, the head coach, yeah. the Patriots linebacker yeah. coach, the Patriots old linebacker coach. He followed him because that was his boy. Kyle Van Noy is going to be the number one linebacker for the Dolphins. Right. So. I mean, I have Van Noy on my money fantasy. The more you think about it, the more you think, and I'm right, right? <laughs> well, no, Van Noy is questionable this week. He's their best defensive player, in my opinion, since they got rid of Minka. Now that they have Van Noy with that coach, I think Van Noy is their most valuable player on defense. I mean, pretty much everything else they've gotten rid of. They're cycling through defensive players like crazy. And it's like, like Fitzmagic, yes, Fitzmagic can pull things off. Fitzmagic can pull things yeah. off. So I'm not worried about their offense. I'm worried about their defense. So, and the Patriots on the other way around. Patriots on the other way around. (laughs) So, I mean, um, so so the over under, like I said, the magic number is what I'm going to call it from now on out. I'm not going to say points, like total points. I'm going to say magic number. Magic number is 42. Are you going over or under that many points? Oh, under. I think it's going to be a good defensive game. That's why it's going to be a 10 point one. Not a 14 or 17. It's going to be a 10 point win. It's going to squeak by. Oh, it's, it's not going to feel like a, uh, it's not going to feel like a SmackDown. They're going to have to earn those, the, earn the win. I say it's under 40. It's going to be like, okay. uh, it's 42. Under 42. Yeah, under 42 okay. yeah, most definitely. It's going to be like 14 to 17 and shit like that. Okay. All right. Well, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Cam Newton was my pick. For comeback player of the year, last episode, y'all right, right. I picked Cam Newton for comeback player of the year. Cam Newton 
is going to prove that he is going to become back player of the year week one. I'm going over Patriots at home by more than six. I'm going to, I'm going to go as far to say as over 10. Yeah, I'm saying say the Patriots gonna are going to win by, by at 14. least 10. I was like, be bold to say Patriots by 14. I'm saying by 10 okay. because I, I'm, not, I'm not confident with 14, but I will say at least Patriots win by 10. And I'm saying the score is still going to say under 42 because Bill Belichick's defense will perform. Bill Belichick's defense will perform. So I'm going over and under. All right. Next. Moving on. So the next game that I have listed here, and I like I said, I don't know if they're in order. Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Oh. Spread has the Vikings by 2.5 points. So basically Vikings win by and that, under that, that, three. That's an interesting factor since who's, who's what's the name of the head coach in Green Bay? I just know he's, he's uh, McVay's like uh, – protege right so he's bringing the sean McVay system to green bay and that's why they're no one they're not like drafting hella wide receivers and a lot of weapons for aaron Rodgers. it's because they're going back to the fundamentals of football and that's run first that's why they got a beastly finally for the first time like eddie lacy failures and all that they finally have a running back that's worth a damn in green bay finally and they're going to use that as a run first no he's not as good as cook i'll give him that excuse me um but so this is going to be a ground and pound defensive game here. That's why that's two points. I agree with that two point spread entirely. This game is a toss up. So you think it's going to be a one to two point game? I'm, I'm moving the spread up to three. I'm moving it up to three. Goal, who has the ball um, last and can get in field goal range? If so, 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 because the reason I'm moving it up to three is because with the point fives, and I'm going to do this with every game with the point fives. Literally, then what it means is two or less and then three or more since the 2.5 is right in the middle i'm moving it to three because if you pick over or under three and it's three you get the dub because that's the spread so no matter what you pick if the spread is correct at three points you get it so that's what i'm saying if you say it's going to be under three and it's a three-point deficit you're right but if i say over and it's three or more i'm still right so they, we're keeping track of this, guys. We're going to be keeping track every week. We're going to see how good our picks are every week. So you're saying under. You're saying that the Packers are going to win or the Vikings are going to win by less than three. I say it's going to be really, really close. Love is the third-string quarterback. He didn't even get second string, so that's boosted Rodgers' ego. I, so he's going to be down. He's going to pull off one of his immaculate plays just to get in the full field goal range in the final minutes, and they're going to kick a field goal for the win. Okay, so you're saying by so three, so you're going to be that clutch. Only Rogers can be that clutch. Now Cook could go off so, and then like really rack up the score, but well, we'll see. So you're picking the spread, but you're saying under at least the spread or under. Yeah, right? I, I say Packers win by three. Packers win by yeah. three. Okay, so then obviously if Minnesota wins by three, you're still technically right with saying under. Um, so I'm going to tend to agree with you on that here. But first, I want you to pick your magic number is 45. So over or under 45. What are all these high-ass numbers in week one? I know, dude. Trust me. I was like, whoa. They keep getting lower, though, as we go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nah, I guess Houston, Kansas City is a scoring fest. <laughs> I mean, nah, not nah, under, way under, because they ain't got digs. 
All they have is Adam. That's a big, Diggs. yeah, that's a big thing is Diggs. Um, so my thing is, I agree with you. I'm also picking Green Bay to win this game. Um, I think everyone's counting Green Bay out and they have a new coach and I like their new coach. I think Green Bay wins this game. Kirk Cousins chokes. I think Green Bay wins by more than three points. I'm saying under because I'm picking Green Bay by at least a touchdown in this game. Uh, at least. Um, and then for as far over. as the spread, yeah, no, I'm still going under because they pay, they favored Minnesota. Oh, okay. So I'm saying Packers win. They're the underdog, so I'm going under. Right. Um, but then for the magic number being 45, I'm still going under because in order to surpass 45, they would have to score a total of six touchdowns and a field goal to get even get to the magic number. And I don't think there's going to be that many scores. I mean, think of the receiving core on both of these yeah. teams. Honestly, not good. I mean, the Vikings' <laughs> yeah. best receiver is Adam Field. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just saying. Like, Devontae Adams is pretty legit, but it's only because he has Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Devontae Adams would put up the numbers he puts up anywhere else. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, the next one that we're going to pick is actually going to be Jets – Bills, Bill, uh, Jets at Bills to be specific. Congratulations on the Bills Mafia for winning best fans in the NFL this week. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, the spread is Bills by six. I'll go over that over spread. Under. Over. Over. I think Bills are about to kill the Jets. This will be Adam Gase's last year in New York. Jets are going to look miserable this year. Gates will get Adam Gates will get fired. They'll keep Donald and then uh, find someone to to, uh, to quarterback whisper to him. Adam Gates took over that team. Yeah, from Miami. Oh yeah, and then Miami hired the Patriots linebacker yeah. coach. All right, yeah, I'm up with the times. That's fine. So you're going over six. Yeah, Bills. And magic numbers forty. Yeah, I can see that. Right at 40, 20 apiece, or thirty and uh, seventeen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So over or under. Over. I'm gonna say Dig- yeah. Diggs is gonna come out with the looking to prove the Vikings wrong in Week One, and Allen has the arm to prove him. Like, and and the metrics that matter, like Diggs has some of the best deep route running in the NFL. Michael Thomas dominated all the mid and short, but Stephon Diggs was number one in the deep routes. All right, well, or next gen I'll, stats, I'll, I'll, next gen stats, not metrics that matter. My bad. Next gen, yeah, those are those are uh, pretty legit. Next gen stats. Um, but here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna agree with you with the over. I think Bills are gonna win by more than six, but I'm going under on the magic number because here's why. I don't think the Jets are gonna score more than ten points. In <laughs> so that's just all. In point. reality, if it's you don't believe in Bell, it's still under. <laughs> I think Bell gets their only touchdown if they score. <laughs> I don't think Sam Darnold throws anything but picks. So honestly, I'm I'm like I'm confident in saying under forty. I mean, unless Josh Allen goes off, they're going. Under. I mean, I mean, and Josh Allen could go off. Josh Allen could very well go off. I mean, they 40, have two good running too backs, bad, Singletary buddy. and Moss too. So they got Mike Singletary's son in there at running back, dude. Uh, so. Uh. So yeah, and Stephon Diggs too. I mean, that's a big deal. I I like the Bills. I actually I actually have them winning that division this year. So um yeah, I'm I'm saying under still, but I think the Bills will win by more than six. So let's move on to the next game because we're gonna try to keep it rolling here. Um 
This next game is Indianapolis Colts at Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, the spread is Colts by eight. In Jacksonville. I'll go over. What's the magic number? 45 again. Uh, I'll go under because Jaguars probably aren't going to score enough to keep that up. <laughs> so you're saying Phillip Rivers wins in his debut by more than eight points and the, they score less than 45. Yeah. Well, the Jaguars can't keep up. I think the Colts will get enough and they got the running back to ground and pound the run the clock and get that game over with done and quick to preserve everybody's health. The Colts have a way better offensive line, a way better running game, a way better quarterback. Uh, they have everything that you could possibly have as an advantage over Garter Minshew <clears throat> and the yeah, Jets. Except middle but linebacker. I will say, except middle linebacker. I will say, though, Garner Minshew played really well last year, okay, when he actually played. But the Jags are coming off of a season where they just lost A.J. Boye, Calais Campbell, and Nick Foles. Yeah. So I'm saying – I agree with you. Over eight, Colts are going to dominate this game. It's magic. <laughs> it's going to be a ground and pound game, and they're not going to score a lot of points. They're going to be under forty-five. So I agree with you on both of those. All right, Ty might want to go off and let Rivers throw some deep on. You think Ty is going to go off? He might want to. I mean, like he's been looking. He ain't really put up the numbers the past couple of years, dude. He's like he's getting a little rusty. He's like, let me shake out this rust. Put up, put about two doves myself. When has a small receiver done anything to Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers throws to literally the tallest receivers. He throws to Keenan Allen. Because he like was always under pressure. Mike Williams, who was like 6'5", dude. But that's what I'm saying. He has the height. He's going to have to get used to having a short receiver as his number one. He's not going to be able to make jump I mean, ball catches like, like Keenan Allen. He's got like two dozen kids. He's just going to pretend it's one of his kids out there. Yo. Just go out in the yard and practice with your kids. You'll get used to T.Y. Oh my gosh, that's so insulting. T.Y. Hilton just got roasted on our show. No, I, today. I don't want to say he's gonna put up like two two tutties by himself, bro. I believe in T.Y. Oh. You're the one that called him short. You said Rivers is a problem with it. I told Rivers how to fix it if it's really a problem. Shit, you got a problem, fix it. It's football. You gotta adapt, overcome. All right. Well. This is the well. The Colts uh, was the only road team that is favored so far because the next game, the home team is favored again. This time by only three points. It's the Lions favored by three over the Chicago Bears in Detroit. Magic number forty-three. Uh, I'm a little Bears win. Same Bears win. So you're going um, under. Yeah. What's the magic number? 43. I'll go over. Over 43. Slugfest in uh, Detroit. <laughs> in Motor City. There ain't going to be no fans. Trubisky ain't going to get too distracted by the crowd. And, you know, there ain't going to be no crowd noise to get in his head. <clears throat> he you know how I feel about Mitch Trubisky. And you know how I feel about all the Bears games being low scoring because of their defense. And the Lions have Matt Patricia as a head coach, who's the defense, most defensive coach I can think of. So... Quite honestly, this game is going to be under 43 points, but I also believe it will be a close game. The only difference between me and you, 
I say Detroit wins this game, and I say Detroit win this, wins this game by three. That's the spread. I'm picking the spread, but I'm going over because I think the Lions will win by three, but they could win by more than three if Trubisky throws that extra pick. So I'm saying over on the spread, under on the score. You trusting that Georgia boy, really? Trusting that Georgia boy, Stafford? I always trust my Stafford. My uh, Stafford is the most consistently decent quarterback that isn't, like, above the threshold. He reminds me too much of Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Matt Stafford compares to Jay Cutler. I don't even see the comparison. The attitude, man. <sighs> oh, we have another uh, road team favored in the next matchup. Um, so, uh, the sportsbook favors, uh, Las Vegas Raiders by three in Carolina against the Panthers. Magic number 47. I'm going to go over. I think they'll probably, yeah, over on the spread. Josh Jacobs is going to, is fresh. He's going to come out running hard. And under on the magic number. You're saying over and under? Yeah, over and under. For me, I agree with you. Over on uh, Las Vegas. I think Vegas is going to beat the Panthers. Panthers have a lot to prove, though. Um, They have uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater trying to prove himself worthy of being a starting QB. Um, Facing a seasoned veteran in Derek Carr. I pick Carr over Bridgewater every day. Carolina running a college system with a college quarterback. Mm. And that's what I'm saying with the college system. I mean, they have Christian McCaffrey. Um, that's why I'm going both offenses in this team, um, both between both of these teams are way better than the defenses. And both of them have offensive head coaches. I think this game will be a slugfest. I think they're going to fight it out to the end. And I think they're going to score more than seven <laughs> points as well. Okay. So I'm going over, over on there. All right. Okay. I think we're about halfway done actually already. Um, so now we move on. Oh, boy. You're going to enjoy this one. Uh, so this is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington football team. But for some reason, the website I'm on says Washington Redskins. And that's offensive. <laughs> so we're going to call them the Washington football team, as they'd like to be called, until they come up with a legitimate name because they're punks and they don't want to come up with a name on the spot like everyone else had to whenever football started in the beginning. So I don't care if you have to vote on it. I don't care what you got to do. You don't play a season as the Washington football. Team. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I ever heard. Pick a name, Washington. Pick a name. Uh... Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it has the Eagles favored by five. That's the spread. Over on the spread. What's the magic number? Forty. Three. I feel like this might be like the Baltimore Miami game last year, week one. So I'm gonna go over, 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 over. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a route, dude. I think it's gonna be a freaking route. I think they're gonna go at it, and I think they're gonna score a lot of points as well. I don't see this game being defensive in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, you, you remember the Baltimore-Miami game last year? Baltimore put dude, up like 52 on them. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm, I'm saying over, over as yeah. well. I agree with you on both of those fronts. This is an over, over game for me. Um, 
So we're keeping track, dude. We're keeping track of all this. We're actually going to tally points for the week and for the season in this, (laughs) our predictions. So this is going to be interesting. But, oh, my gosh, next game. You're going to enjoy this one. All right? You're going to enjoy this one. Seattle Seahawks at Atlanta Falcons. Well, the sports book has the Seahawks favored by two. Yeah. And the magic number Seahawks is 49. by like single digits. But the past three years, or no, two out of three, Atlanta's beat them. Once, twice in Seattle, actually. So I'm going to go under on that. Falcons win. Um, uh, I'll go over on the spread. No surprise there from an ATL fan. But uh, <laughs> I'm going off my dude. Come on, we have Seattle's number. We got Seattle's number. I think both of these teams have ridiculously good offenses, but I also think both these teams have legitimate defenses. Um, I'm saying that the I'm picking the Falcons also. I'm saying Falcons beat Seahawks week one because it's going to wake the Seahawks up. And the Seahawks had a really slow start last year. They always have a slow start. They always always have a slow start. But that's the thing. The Falcons had a slow, really slow start. I think they're going to be heads up. That wasn't a slow start. That was just an abysmal first half of the season. I don't know what the shit that was. And I think they're going to be ready to go. I think they're going to be ready to go. Keanu Neal is no longer questionable. He's playing week one. He's playing week one. That's going to rejuvenate their defense. They got Todd Gurley in there with something to prove, okay? Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, never doubt him. And then they got Hayden Hurst with something to prove at tight end. The Baltimore Ravens didn't want him anymore. He's got something to prove. Matty Ice is going to throw two touchdowns to that man in week one. Falcons are going to win this game. But for the spread, for the over-under, oh, my gosh, this is tough, dude. Because I'm thinking it's going to come in right right in there, right close to that number. With the spread, with with that magic number, sorry. The spread I already said under because I picked Atlanta. But, man, the magic number. I'm just going to go over, man. I'm honestly just going to go over because I can see both these offenses performing. But they're both legit defenses. I'm not disregarding the defense. I just think seven touchdowns is easily manageable for these two teams. Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, they got some legitimate defensive players as well on both teams, on both teams. I mean, now let's see how many times Grady Jerry gets through that that center and guard, and then Russell has to roll out. Yeah, I'm. I even started Grady Jarrett on my fantasy team this week just because I think he's going to get tackles on Chris Carson all day. Oh, that and that should go so, on. That's what I'm saying. Um, so the next game is the Cleveland Browns visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens <laughs> uh, by a spread of seven, and the over under is also forty nine on this one. Over and over. Ravens by more than seven? Yeah. And you're saying over 49? Yeah. It don't matter how many pass rushers the Browns have. Lamar's just going to run around and like make them look like fools. He does it to everybody. Okay. Hmm. I think that Baltimore is going to win the game, and I think they're going to win by at least seven. So well, to I'm be honest with you, over. like every single AFC 
was that North North? Uh, no, yeah, AFC North divisional game is a toss up, except the Bengals. Did you see these teams play last year? Like they scored so many points when they played each other. Yeah, that the, that that division, like their divisional games, are like <laughs> they're some of the best football you'll watch. I agree, and I'm going over over as well. I agree with you on both of those fronts. I think Lamar Jackson's going to go off. I think Baker Mayfield's going to go off. I think Baker Mayfield's got something to prove. I think Lamar Jackson's got something many, to prove because people are going to start doubting him after that MVP season. How many touchdowns for the Cleveland Steamer? Zero or one. <laughs> All right. No more than one. Though. No more than one. I'm not giving him more than one. I'm, I'm saying Jarvis might get more yards. I'll, I'm going to go as far to say Jarvis is going to catch for more yards. I, I'm going to go as far to say Jarvis and Austin Hooper will get more yards than Odell I think Hooper will probably get will. the touchdowns in the red zone, but the raw receivers are going to get a lot of the yards along with him. I think Hooper's almost guaranteed to get at least one touchdown yeah. in that game. Um, Especially with Marlon Humphrey stacking up against OBJ. I don't think OBJ is going to do a whole lot. Um. I think they can contain OBJ. You mean the Cleveland Steamer? That's his new name. Come on, get with the program. The Cleveland Steamer, Odell Beckham Jr. You heard it here for first, guys. If you didn't hear it anywhere else, you heard it here first. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. is the Cleveland Steamer. Um, for more details on that story, look it up on your free time because we're not going to talk no, about that. That's Cowboy News, that. but it, it, it's his new nickname. <laughs> okay. And uh, moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the next game, we got the Los Angeles Chargers visiting the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals have Joe Burrow making his debut in week one. Um, Joey the, Bosa? Oh, Jesus. The spread is uh, Chargers by three, and the magic number is 43. Uh, over, under. I think the Chargers will get such a lead early, they'll just milk at the clock. Okay, and I mean, I can't disagree with you there. I, I think that the resurgence of A.J. Green is not going to happen, and I think that Joe Burrow is going to choke against that defense because I was telling you on, the, on episode one how good I think the Chargers' defense is, and I did pick them in that episode one as well. I said they were going to win week one against the Bengals, and I went through their schedule and said they could be 6-3 and three heading into their bye week. So just wait, guys. I, I'm saying Chargers are 6-3 and three going into their bye week at least. At least five and four, but I'm saying six and three, and I'm saying they're winning tonight with Ty- or tomorrow. Or sorry, <laughs> Sunday with Tyrod Taylor, um, and also on the score, I will say under. So I will agree with you there. I'm saying the Chargers are going to get an early lead and they're going to milk the clock, and that's usually what the Chargers tend to do, um, no matter who their quarterback is. So, especially with uh, they have um, Austin Eckler as their starting running back now. So. Scat back. He's more of a scat back. They're going to be throwing the ball to him more than they were. Yeah, really it'll be it'll be like McCaffrey honestly. 2.0. Tyrod can run. Tyrod's got some some legs. Yeah, some wheels. He also uh, you know. can you know he's real good at throwing picks too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. I mean, he had a really bad time against the Browns uh, with the Browns. Yeah, so. but that was we we could just point to Hugh Jackman and blame him. Let's just blame Hugh Jackson for everything. <laughs> but uh, the next game, actually, I'm kind of shocked by the spread, quite honestly. Um, the next game is the uh, Arizona Cardinals visiting the San Francisco 49ers. Um, the spread has Niners by seven, and the magic number is 48. Uh, 48? 
I'll go over on the magic number. Think the Cardinals will keep it close, though? Yeah. Um, that's the whole thing. It depends on what Shanahan wants to do. If he just wants to go run out there and run his system, or if he just wants to go go out there and run the ball to get this game over with on, to next, on, you know, on the next week. So... I said this early in the in the this this early in the season without all this training. I think Shanahan's system isn't fully intact. I'll go under over. I think it's gonna be a shocker. It's gonna be the pinky and the stinky shocker. I'm going under under, uh, simply because I think the Cardinals have a chance to win this game legitimately. Yeah, and I don't think that they're gonna score that many points. I, I feel like. The Niners' defense is going to show because that's yeah, why they I mean, so. made it when they made it last year. And I think that the uh, – I don't know, bro. I feel like maybe Hopkins is going to embarrass the hell out of Sherman. Then I'm – I mean, then say Cardinals win. I don't know. You want to make that pick week one? Do you think the Cardinals nah, are going to beat the Niners? I think the pass rush on Murray and then just the way the running back game as San Fran goes plus Kettle. Because the, the Cardinals defense is makeshift, dude. Anybody anybody cuts generally signs with the Cardinals the past two years. Yeah. So their their defense is makeshift. Their offense is getting more and more legit by the season. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I th- that's why I'm saying under on the seven points on Niners. They're going to win by three. Maybe maybe get a safety win by four. Something silly. Um, but I think it's going to be over on the magic number. Okay, so you said under, over. I said under, under. I think Kyler Murray's going to have a good game, though. I really do. I think Kenyon Drake's going to have a good game as well because everyone was counting him out thinking he wasn't going to play week one. And he's definitely playing week one. So the next game is a game that everyone is talking about. Save that one for last. Everyone is looking for that one for last. No, we're almost done. We're going in order. We've been going in order the whole time. Let's go ahead and go with the Cubs. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing at the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints are favored by four. Under. Magic number is 49. Over. Under, over. Okay. Okay. I hear you. So, under. So, you're saying either Tampa wins or Saints win by less than four. And you're saying they score more than 49. I hope the fuckers tie. (laughs) <laughs> and what I'm going to say is I'm picking Drew Brees and the Saints to win this game by more than four points. So I'm going over. And on the score, I'm also going over because these two teams have ridiculous offense. It's going to be a dick measuring contest week one for sure. <laughs> it's it's going to determine who the favorite is to win that division because the Falcons are down there sleeping. No one even yeah. is even well, they have a the right Falcons to. I mean, chance. the, the... – Everywhere you look on the announcers, they're like, oh, lame coach, lame duck coach. And I'm like, maybe, maybe not. I like Quinn personally. I think he's a great motivator. It's just he tried to do too much last year, taking over the defense and head coaching. Dirt cutter I'm a little sketch about, but whatever. I hear you. I hear you. It's just part of the Shanahan's. Once you see what Shanahan does with your team, like anything else is like, it's like dating a 10 and going back to fours. All right, well, the last game that we have to pick for Sunday, 
Oh, yeah, those are Monday um, night games, yeah. Because then we have two Monday night games also. The last game for Sunday after the Bucks and Saints, which Cody said under, over. I said over, over. It's going to be Dallas versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are playing in L.A. Um, Let me guess. As and, usual, um, the Cowboys are favored. By three. Under. Why? Why? Because this is going to be another 8-8 eight and eight season, dude. They have Mike McCarthy as their head coach. Oh, what? So he gets massages in the back of the coach's room, and he, all of a sudden the Cowboys are going to win? I'm saying Jason Garrett is one of the worst coaches I've ever seen, and Mike McCarthy is one of the Yeah, best but they don't even have a so. safety. They still haven't signed Earl. They cut a first-round pick at safety. <clears throat> uh, Gerald, who do the Rams have at wide receiver to expose them? They lost Brandon Cooks. And they're going to scheme it. Uh, McVay's a schemer. He's going to scheme somebody open. They have a rookie running back. Well, just call me a hater. <laughs> I'm just trying to get where your head's at, man. I'm just trying to give you. I mean, so you're. I'm saying, saying their quarterbacks, saying... Dak, Dink, and Dak Prescott. Come on now. Okay, so you said under because you think the Rams are going to win. Yeah, they better. Okay, and the score, the magic number is fifty-one. Oh. So what do you think? Oh, about that? under. <laughs> Dude, Amari, Amari ain't going to do nothing against Ramsey. C.D. Lamb's still a rookie, so he's going to drop some balls probably, not run the right routes, and then Dak's going to throw some picks because he's going to think C.D.'s going to be here. When he's a rookie, he doesn't know that. He's going to be over there. They don't even have a tight end anymore, really. I can't believe it. How do y'all wouldn't do that? How wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to retire, and then come back next year and be like, oh, one last hurrah for the for Jerry, and then go play for the Raiders. That is just weird. <laughs> that is just weird. He could have went to the Giants and, and played secondary to Evan Ingram for Jason Garrett. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I I pick over. I think Cowboys win by more than three, and I'm saying under on the score as well because both these teams have too good of a defense to score 51 yeah. points. Aaron Donald. One. Ever, yeah, Aaron Donald. And then, yeah, and then you got Everson Griffin on the other side, and then Lawrence. Oh. That's like, dude, someone's on some hard drugs to say that's the magic yeah, number. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. You can never trust the Cowboys stats because they're always over in high, over, overinflated because they're the biggest money-making franchise in the NFL. Are we making our picks for Monday's games tonight? Do you want to make Yeah, because it'll probably be Monday when we there? review all this, right? Yeah, it'll most likely be – honestly, it might be Tuesday. It might, I don't know. We'll see when we have time. I mean, obviously, we got to play with both of our schedules to figure out when to do this podcast. But what we're doing right now is we're going to pick the Monday night I mean, games because there's only two. Yeah, of them. and they're pretty easy. So Marvel's we're just going to do easy as shit. I guess whatever you say. <laughs> Let me uh, get the scorecard updated here because we ran out of room on scorecard number one. So we're going to move to a second scorecard just for the two Monday night games here. Uh, and then obviously we can get going here in a second once I fill that out. Uh, Cody, do you have anything you want to add, uh, comment wise on any of the games while I do this? Uh, specifically tonight, what do you think about tonight? And then we'll talk again. I, about I, already, I, I don't know. It's either the Texans are coming for that ass for embarrassing them, 
or it's going to be all, all offenses are rusty. It's going to be a low scoring, high kicking game, or it's going to be like like a Madden solo challenge with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill just tossing it up in backyard football. Those are the three ways I see tonight's game going. If it's actually like a legit, like, oh, my God, it's like we never left football kind of game, then I'll be surprised if football comes back that uh, consistent. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Um, So I have everything set up now. The next game that we're going to pick, and then we're actually going to discuss the game tonight after that. Um, the game that we're going to pick next uh, for Monday, the first game on Monday night, I think it's at 7 Eastern time. Um is the Pittsburgh Steelers playing in New York against the Giants at the Big Apple. Um, so the Steelers are actually favored in this game by six, and uh, that's the spread. And then the over-under for points, the magic number, is 47. Uh, over, over. Over, over. Okay. I think Ben going to tear it up. Barkley going to tear it up. Daniels is going to do mediocre because he actually has more weapons to throw to this year than he did last year. He has more than just Evan Ingram to throw to. He actually has yeah, yeah, he has Golden Tate now. Yeah, he's got a couple receivers to throw to. Shepard's been good. Shepard's been decent his whole career. Um, and they, yeah, Evan Ingram obviously. Um, my pick on this game is going to be over because the Steelers are going to beat the Giants obviously by at least a touchdown. Um, and I'm going to say under on the score. Uh, I think this is going to be a running game for the Giants. I think they're not going to really trust Daniel Jones out there the ball too much. They're going to have to. I think Barkley's going to get a lot of How do you run against that defense like that? But that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not going to be able to pass because of the Steelers' pass rush. But Barkley can tear up any defense. I don't care what defense you put in front of Saquon Barkley with what offensive line. Saquon Barkley is the premier running back in the NFL, you know how I feel about Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I know. The, the Giants are going to keep the ball on the ground as much as they can. When they have to throw, they'll throw. Daniel Jones will make mistakes because he's young. Ben Roethlisberger oh, will make mistakes because he I, always he has. He shocked the hell out of everybody last year. I remember when he was drafted, everyone was like, the Giants are idiots. What are they doing? Are they drunk? And then halfway through the season last year, they were like, holy shit, this, this Daniel Jones kid is actually making some pretty good reads and throws. He just has no weapons and no O-line. Just like I think the AFC is just better than the NFC. I think that's going to show tomorrow or on Monday. Also, really, you're going to use the Giants as a reference for the NFC? I mean, they won the Super Bowl how long ago? Wasn't that long? (laughs) With Eli Magic, (laughs) with Eli Magic, and a hell of a defensive line. A hell of a defensive. I tell you what, if I would put that Giants Super Bowl winning defense. Against the current Steelers defense, toe to toe. Which one do you think would win? We're talking about the first one with Tuck on it. Yeah, with Justin Tuck. Yeah. I think maybe the Giants with Strahan Tuck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like <laughs> that was that was a legit defense, and then Eli just pulled pulled a rabbit out of his hat, just to spite his brother. Just be like, nah, baby, I got two. So, I said over-under. You said over-over on that game. Uh, The next game, and the last one we're going to pick before we discuss tonight specifically, is the Tennessee Titans playing in Denver against the Broncos. We have the Titans favored by two points, and the over-under is 42. 
it's in Denver. Yep. So, two reasons. Derrick Henry never really starts off hard. He comes through midseason and just starts. End of season and playoffs. And yep. He just is immaculate. Two high elevation. Derrick Henry is going to run out of breath pretty quickly, so they're not even going to give him that many reps. I don't know how that how that's going to affect their wide receiving core or their defense. So, what's your pick? Under. Sounds like you were saying under. And the, the magic number is 42. Under. Okay. I agree with you 100%. I agree with your reasons. I was going to give the exact same reasons. Henry's going to get tired because of the high altitude. And also, I just think Drew Locke's better than Ryan Tannehill. And you t- you said some really good things about Drew Locke. Do you want to share any of those hey, on the podcast? You, you, said you, some look, really you look good at his numbers, his rookie year numbers. Technically, he had better rookie years than Mahomes and Lamar. So, it's his sophomore year. Uh, past two years, it's been sophomores who win the MVP. Could have been Carson Wentz and make it three years in a row, but Wentz has always, always, always hurt. Uh, that's why he'll be replaced by Hurts. <clears throat> uh, so, I mean, he set up to be the f- third year in a row. Could have, Should have been fourth of a sophomore quarterback in the NFL getting MVP. He's got the weapons now, especially with the weapons the Broncos drafted. Drafted like oh, The Broncos did what Aaron Rodgers wanted Green Bay to do. Yeah. So basically, I think, yeah, if, if, if Drew Luck is a bust, expect Rodgers to go to the Broncos like Peyton did. And, and here's the thing. The reason why uh, Peyton went to the Broncos is because of the defense. They don't have that anymore. The defense, so, a, Pro Bowl, uh, a Pro Bowl left tackle and moderate receiving core. Yeah, and they don't have that anymore. They have the receivers. They have the re- they have the weapons. Mm-hmm. They still have the weapons. Mm-hmm. But, but Peyton they always had the offense at Indy. He always had offense. They just never finished low enough and to get a high draft pick to build a defense. And Indianapolis is a – it's not that much of a market as it's like it's this is probably the second worst market as well. No, Bengals is probably second, but it's it's in top five of worst markets to be able to recruit free agents because uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, dude. Green Bay's number one. Well, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to go to the Broncos because there's other teams that would take Aaron Rodgers, i.e., the New England Patriots or the Cowboys. So or Dallas, yeah. And there's so many teams out there that would be so or the for Bears. Or the Bears, yeah, the that's that's what people are saying. Like even Bears fans yeah, are saying, "Come yeah, on now, I mean, got, we hate the Packers." You realize how good Aaron recruiter anyway. Elway is. Hey, right, Elway is the best quarterback recruiter I've ever seen. Like, you're he, right. He, you're he, right. He, he, he can talk Rodgers out of his panties, like ooh. And and with the weapons, that's what he's going to use. Oh, yeah. He's going to use Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Jerry Judy, and KJ Hamler as arguments. And they have AJ Boye and yeah, Jarrell exactly. Casey. Denver can always recruit good free agents, like they did do uh, Doomerville. AJ Boye and Jarrell Jarrell Casey yeah. this past yeah, season. Yeah, like and 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 they still have Vaughn, who's hurt. They have Bradley Chubb, who's questionable. I don't know if he'll play. That's going to be a big deal, time, right? How old is he? Uh, Bradley Chubb is very young. Bradley yeah. Chubb, I I don't know his exact age without looking it up, but he's yeah. young. Bradley I mean, Chubb. Miller, young. Miller's got what two, three more years? I think I think Rogers will be free agent in two years, maybe. Right, something like that. They have good DBs though, Denver in general, other than losing Bradley Roby, and I have no 
No clue where Bradley Roby is now. He could be in Houston for all I know. I have no clue where Bradley Roby he is. He kind of but... fell off because his production fell off. He was still super fast. I, I just like Roby. I don't know. Um, but either way, either way, we picked all the games. We picked all the games. Um, we're almost at 52 minutes on this podcast. Yeah. We're, we're going to use the remaining few minutes that we're going to wrap things up. But first, let's talk about tonight specifically. Tonight specifically is game one of the entire season. You've already said what you expect from both of these teams. You've already mentioned that. But I think we forgot – an interesting uh, X factor here in this game. What that is? Don't say Chris Johnson. You mean David Johnson? Yeah, don't say David Johnson. Because I was going to say David Johnson. Uh, David Johnson is making his Texans debut after a against a Chiefs defense. Second round that has Denver been Hopkins. Jesus, how does he have a? How does Brian Billick have a job? I don't know how. Uh, the former Penn State head coach has his job in the NFL. But I do know that Deshaun Watson and uh, Patrick Mahomes are two of the top five quarterbacks in the National Football League, no questions asked. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is another player that's making his debut. Now that's going to be a wicked running back behind Mahomes. The other X factor. I'm saying the X factors. Everyone's looking at the quarterbacks. Everyone's looking at Mahomes. Everyone's looking at, Tyreek Hill. at Watson. Yeah. But and Tyreek Hill and, and Kelsey and uh, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb. But you forget these two teams have ridiculous running backs. David Johnson and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. We are waiting to see a, re- a revamped David Johnson. They don't the really first have team uh, David Johnson has played with since Arizona. Neither one of them really have like a. Studly linebacking core either. Like you got Watt to help stop the run, but and you got. I'm saying, look for both of those guys to run for a hundred yards tonight. I'm t- I'm I'm telling you, dude. I mean, this is going to be a running fuel game, and quite honestly, that's why I, I said under on the score is because 52 points is for teams that are going to air it out. We expect them to air it out, but if they have success with the run, why is the need to run, oh, air it out? I don't even think Pat Mahomes is going to hit 250 in yards. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be a dominant force in this game. Well, it depends. I'm it saying depends Mahomes passes for like 235. Where Texans get up by 10-12, and then Mahomes is just like, screw it. Come back. Yep. yep. So so what do you think about 250 for Mahomes? Do you think he's going to pass for more than 250 or under? Because I'm saying like 235, somewhere in there for passing. I don't do it. I mean, like, he, he, might, he might have to like – it depends if he's playing with that big ass ring or not. You know, if he's playing with that ring on, he, he ain't gonna be able to throw as many times with as as heavy as that rock is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Um. I mean, week six last year when they played, it was thirty-one twenty-four Texans. If you add those two scores together, that's 55. The under over is 52. So we're basically saying that they're going to score less points than they scored when they played each other the first time last year. And Pat Mahomes actually um, – he threw a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last year and in specific games against the Texans. But I just feel like the, the Chiefs really since Tyreek haven't had – or sorry, since uh, Kareem Hunt – I haven't had a, a really good running back. And Clyde Everett-Hilaire is going to introduce a really interesting, you know, X factor into this offense. And I think they're going to have a very different look than last year because they're going to want to get that guy the ball. I mean, 
And that's the same you could say for the Texans. Oh. They're going to look to give the ball to David Johnson because they haven't had a good running back since Arian Foster. Kansas City is going to base their their philosophy opposite of everyone else. You run to set up the pass off play action. They're going to pass with Mahomes early, get a little drag routes, in routes, slants, screens. And then all of a sudden they're just going to take it off over the edge with Clyde Obertelaire when they got their safeties deep. And he's just going to get 15-yard chunks dun, 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 down the field. And and my other thing is we both said under-under on this game. So under 52 points, and we both said under the nine-point spread given to KC. Do you still pick the Chiefs to win? Because I think we both still said the Chiefs will win this game. At our best guess, the Chiefs will still win. If the game. Chiefs don't win and the Texans, that will be one of the greatest rallies ever to see the Texans rally to beat the Chiefs in week one after how they've been embarrassed. Without Hopkins. Yeah, without Hopkins. Without Hopkins. And after how they've been embarrassed. And, you know, but they're going to have to play some seriously fundamental defense that they have lacked the talent to do since the heyday of basically right when Brian Billick got there. The heyday of the Texans defense when it was Clowney, Cushing, uh, A.J. Boye, who was the other cornerback? They had two really good ones. I forget the other dude. Jackson. Jackson and Watt. Like that that was Kareem is in Denver, by the way, now I believe. Kareem Jackson. Uh or no. The, is it Kareem Jackson? Yeah, he's a safety slash corner. I believe he is in Denver. Um, I don't know if they still have Eric Reed or not. Eric Reed was a heck of a safety for them, I think. I think his name's Eric Reed. Because the other Reed uh was the one that got kicked out of the league, basically banned whenever Kaepernick did. That yeah. wasn't the same. He signed with Carolina. I don't even think it is. Justin Reed is the, is that the one I'm thinking of? Justin Reed? I think Reed? so. Because Eric Reed was the one that got kicked out. Yeah, is he still with Carolina or did they cut him? Oh, he got cut yeah, pretty early in there. So, so yeah. Um, Final prediction for this game. Who who do you think runs away with the X-Factor award? Because I said David Johnson oh, and Robert Tiller are my x Who gets the game ball? Yeah, who gets the game ball? Depends on the fourth quarter. Pick. Balls. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Ballsy. That's ballsy. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And and you know what? As much as I hate to agree with you, Clyde Edwards Hilaire has to. Like it's his first game. Because I just talked about it. will probably be over 100. (laughs) And like that may be their downfall, though. I don't know if they really want to show like their true like scheme. I don't know if they just want to go out there and show what they did last year. Just pass happy, pass happy, and wait till midseason to really get the run game going to throw people off guard. Or if they want to come out there, run their new scheme, and it looked like the McNabb, McCoy, Jackson duo from. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Pat Mahomes. They still have Sammy Watkins, if I remember correctly. They have Clyde Richelaire. They have Tyreek Hill. They have Travis Kelsey. They have. A pretty That's good thing McNabb never had. Like, McNabb never had a That's tight end. That's what I'm saying, dude. Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league for a reason. And, and it's not just because of his uh, his cannon of an arm. He has weapons. He has weapons like Tom Brady finally has. And Tom Brady? I don't like Tom Brady. Okay. That, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll pick them to lose week one also. Like I said, I pick, I pick the Saints over the – the Bucks and um, do you have any last comments on this game before we uh, we check out for the day and then go watch this game in an hour and a half? How many how many players did the Kansas City have opt out on the COVID? I don't remember. I think it was just that one running back. That, oh, that they had an offensive lineman opt out. 
Did they have an offensive line? Was it Devarnay Tardif? I think so. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, that guy. He was a light. He's their starting left guard, actually. Yeah, guard. Yeah. That might be a big deal. Uh, did they draft any O-linemen? I don't no, because he the opt in, the, the opt out option didn't come about until. But I mean, like, did they know? Did they have a, a like a rookie sitting back that's going to break out? Uh, I'm not that familiar with the their chance. roster. Where I know where they're going to pick up anybody like that. Like, Me but either. I mean, it's Mahomes. He's got the mobility to make it work. I mean, and you still got your tackles there, so you just want to run off the edge. With, uh, yeah, yeah, Schwartz, Mitchell yeah. Schwartz. Yep. And I was right yesterday. I was right on episode one about Dwayne Brown. He is still on the Seahawks. So everyone can give me some credit for remembering that. <laughs> but like I said, Randall Cobb is Randy, Randall Cobb from the Packers making his debut with the Texans. Uh, he played for the Cowboys. I is think he going to sabotage their punt return? I don't know. I think he would be their returner then, I guess. Because David Johnson is not going to get all those snaps. He's going to play running back too much to need to be the returner. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what he did in Arizona. As think David Johnson is pretty good in this game? I hope not. I'm not going to say anything because he's on a lot of my fantasy. <laughs> so, Cody, we're picking the Chiefs. Both of us are picking the Chiefs. Both of us are picking the spread of less than nine points. And we're both picking under 52 total points for the magic number today. And uh, we both picked Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as the X-Factor for the Kansas City Chiefs and their win. So, we agreed on a lot, a of, lot of smack about Dynasty. Dynasty four in a row, then one says five in a row, and I think Tyreek Hill said six in a row. Are we going to want to see them fail because they're starting to talk all that smack, or are we just going to be like... I don't want to see another New England Patriots arise because then it's going to become like the NBA where the Golden State Warriors and the Cavs are running the league, and now it's the Lakers and the Clippers. Like, I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see some teams. I want to see... You'd rather see a last hurrah with Brady or Breeze than Casey... I mean, I don't I know, know you'd rather last for all. There's not even going to be a last for all, dude. I don't think Drew Brees and the Saints have well, a technically, chance. I mean, as much as people talk him up. so Technically, he's still signed to 2022. I saw that yesterday. Brees? Yeah, technically. Oh, my God. They're stupid. Well, they're going to spend stupid money on Camara, uh, you said last yesterday, too. So. Yeah, they'll spend stupid We'll money. see what happens. And they, they won't. They're going to start. <sighs> They didn't want to pay Brandon Cooks, though, because they think Michael Thomas is... Well, they ain't got no money to pay Cooks. What you talking about? Yeah, they got no money They're to pay Cooks. They had no money to pay Clowney. They tried to pull some BS to get Clowney. Putting all their eggs in the Breeze basket. And that was shady yeah. as shit what they were trying to do with the Browns with Clowney. I'm glad the commissioner put a stop to that shit. That was stupid. Nah. The Ravens that, tried it, too. That's insider The trade. Ravens tried it, too. That's I saw that trading, too. dude. Come on. I know. They're trying to just stack their team more than what they already are. I don't agree with it at all. You can't trade cash is what their defense was. You can't trade cash is what the commit said. Yeah, it's not baseball. You can't trade a player for money. That's like like selling someone. 15-year dynasty. (laughs) Come on. Cody, I got one last question for you. This is out of the box as it can get. I want your pick for Super Bowl teams this year. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl before the entire season, before the first game? We're picking Super Bowl right now, before the first game starts. Who wins the Super Bowl and why? And who they beat in the Super Bowl? Is it Kansas City? Niners, Baltimore, Super Bowl. Who wins? I'd have to really look at the Niners linebacking core to see what they could do with uh... they have Fred Warner. <sighs> He's a top 10 linebacker. 
more, more important question is how well, how the hell did Lamar beat Mahomes in the AFC Championship game? Because that's 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 the raw that's the matchup we were robbed of last year. But it was so fun watching Tennessee beat Baltimore. Oh my God, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I'll never pick the Ravens because I think they'll always choke. I mean, ever since Ray Lewis left and Ed Reed, yeah, dude, they're going to Baltimore fan. Oh, Flacco got the Super Bowl. I'm like, no, Ray Lewis gave him one. Don't don't even. Yeah. Yep. Niners. Niners win the Super Bowl over the Ravens. The the new age Belichick, as far as schemier goes, finally gets his first. And and here's my other question: Will the power go out in that game like it did when they played each other last time? (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, I I mean, depends on how fixed it is. That wasn't New Orleans. That was (laughs) that's a trash ass stadium. I can't. 